Hi everyone, welcome to Real Unwind, a podcast where we talk about particular movies based on this season's topic, which is banned movies. Today we are discussing Monty Python, The Life of Brian. My name is Anissa Selenica. And my name is Ryan Stack, and thank you for tuning in and listening. Brian of Nazareth is born on Christmas next to Jesus Christ. As an adult, Brian joins the independence movement against the Romans called the People's Front of Judea to try to impress a girl. Brian puts himself in a lot of shenanigans and tries to hide from the Romans. He relays some of the teachings he heard from Jesus, which ends up spurring a crowd to believe that he is the Messiah, and he tries to get rid of his followers to reunite with his crush. And Monty Python was a British comedy group who created a sketch comedy show called Monty Python's Flying Circus, which aired on BBC in 1969, uh, which was an important moment in television comedy. Their TV success helped them develop movies, um, albums, books, plays, and musicals. Former members were Graham Chapman, John Cleese, Terry Gillum, Eric Idle, Terry Jones, and Michael Palin. Both Holy Grail and The Life of Brian are frequently ranked and listed in of the greatest comedy films. Um, they pretty much inspired SNL, and their sketch comedy was so unique that there's a term called Python-esque, used to refer to their signature time of humor, which is surreal and absurd. The reasons why this movie was banned uh, are as follows. In the U.S., it was banned in several towns for showing controversial themes about Christianity. In Ireland, it was banned because of its blasphemous content, banned lifted in 1987. It was also banned in Malaysia due to its blasphemous content. In Norway, it was banned due to jokes deemed offensive to religious people. In Sweden, the film was allowed for a release and even screened, screened with the tagline, This film is so funny that it got banned in Norway. In 1980, the Norwegian ban was lifted. In Singapore, it was banned due to inappropriate religious content. Um, so, when I uh, first watched Life of Brian, I was too young to understand it, so rewatching it again, I'm not going to lie, I kind of fell asleep a little. I was like... Thank like, God, I'm not the only <laughs> one that feels this way. And I'm sorry... Monty Python, please forgive me. I didn't mean to fall asleep during this, please. I was really excited to watch it. I just, I didn't sleep well the night before, so I apologize. But I can't, like, I still thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, You know, I think the jokes, the comedy is so common now that back then, if I was viewing it, this is a masterpiece. Now, Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know everybody every and it's these guys they're the ones that helped this this type of comedy as we said earlier come to life so but it's just so outdated for me to enjoy which is weird because i love old hollywood comedies and they're even more outdated than this one yeah like it's it's interesting because i feel like monty python just in general is kind of hit or miss for people either people really really like it or people just don't and it i think it's interesting that for between like this movie and the holy grail i love monty python and the holy grail and i i don't care for this one either uh uh as much in comparison and it's really strange because the first 
roughly the first 30 minutes or so, because I'd watch this on two separate occasions, one where I only got through about 30 minutes and I had to just turn it off and walk away for a second. Um, it just didn't catch my attention. I don't know what it was. It just, that, that hook that normally, you know, there's always a scene in a movie where you're like, okay, now I'm hooked in. I'm here. Yeah, it just didn't have that for me. And I don't know, I don't know what it was. Um, but upon my second time watching it, uh, as you get through it, it is a little bit funnier and it starts to get back into the, like the, uh, the hijinks that they normally get into. Not to say that the first, the first 30 minutes doesn't have any of it. It just didn't strike me. It just didn't get my attention. Oh, yeah. No, totally. And I think part of it is, um, probably i didn't like the mom the her voice was super annoying and i just couldn't understand a word that she was saying sometimes and i didn't subtitles. have subtitles on <laughs> Gotta so have subtitles um i think it would have been fine if the mother was there in the beginning when brian was born and he was mistaken for jesus mm-hmm. that's it but when she came back a couple times i'm like please just go away I can't, I can't handle it. Um, and I think at the time, maybe that was super funny. And it's very, it's very much like a play where, you know, they're playing hundreds of characters, 10 characters, and they're all interchanging. So to me, I think that's, that's really unique. And that makes oh, yeah. sense why um, I think it was Terry Gillum or no, it was Terry Jones. That was the mother. Um, I really think. I really think that, um, you know, it was fine for the time. I feel like now if they remade the movie and you had a specific, like, say, I don't know, Ryan Reynolds playing, like, the mom or something, it'd be a little weird. <laughs> like, like but, you just can't but, do what they're doing. Yeah, and it's funny that you bring that up because as soon as I picture Ryan Reynolds in a wig, I immediately smile and or laugh, um, which I find to be a little ironic because it, I don't know. I just, I don't know if a movie like this could be made now. Um, and like, you know, watching it with in mind of, you know, the theme of this season being banned movies, right? I, I can kind of get for the time why it was banned or why people like, cause people were protesting about this, right? Like people right. were, people were so against this movie. Um, even people coming in on set, trying to disrupt the uh the actual production but it's like once you actually watch it it's not i feel like it's more like it was banned due to the hearsay like what people were saying about the movie rather than what happens in the movie itself because they poke fun at certain things but they don't deliberately like make fun of jesus or any other religious themes I think they Mm-mm. might exaggerate something a little bit or, like I said, at most poke fun, but they don't ever demean, uh, at least just from the way that I see it. And I find that really interesting because if a movie like that came out today, I'm sure we would hear more about it, but I don't know. It's 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 just an interesting. I just think that um, I'm sure that today uh, people wouldn't, be as mad as it what they were back then but to say that is still an understatement because the whole world is filled with so many religious people that right. i'm sure here in america 
at least where I am, like in Chicago, it wouldn't upset too many people, but like down south here in America, it would totally probably, I'm sure it's banned in specific libraries and and like movie theaters won't re-release it, you know, down there. But honestly, I don't, I get the reason why they were upset, but I think it was way, they over-exaggerated it, especially here in America. 100%. 100%. It was definitely not as bad as what people made it seem to be, which is why I think it was just going off of what other people were saying. I mean, luckily they changed the title of the movie because if you look back far enough on uh, when they were beginning production of it or even when they were just be- like starting the concept of it, um, the original title was uh, Jesus Christ, Lust for Glory, which... Luckily, just a working title, but yeah, right. that doesn't look good at all. No. Um, that that doesn't help your case. Right. That would have probably... Um, Instantly banned. Yeah, it everywhere. would definitely... Just wouldn't everywhere. even probably make it on in box office. Like, it wouldn't mm-hmm. even go on screen. Like, I think... I Not think the all. the producers would have read the title and said no immediately. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh-uh. We, it's called what? No. So, so switching up to the life of Brian I think is probably probably for the best. Oh yeah. But I that's the like thing. it too. Oh yeah. It it it's definitely you would you don't know what it is by the title, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um it's very ambiguous that way. Oh yes. But then when you oh, actually yes. sit down and watch it Yeah, I don't think I don't think Monty Python meant any harm in doing this. They, they just didn't even make fun, fun of like Jesus. Exactly. And he wasn't even really in it like exactly he showed up go ahead oh yeah he like showed up twice and he said pretty um he said some really meaningful things in the movie Mm. actually which was surprising because i thought they would that they might make him say something dumb or just like hypocritical or something just to poke fun at people but they really did it so no and brian was not jesus like he makes Definitely it very not. clear. <laughs> Definitely not. He says several times that he was not the Messiah. He did not want to be the Messiah. I mean, for God's sake, he fell in a hole to just avoid oh, the crowd. <laughs> yeah. He's like, get me away from these people. I want nothing to do with them. He can't exactly. even wake up in his own house without looking outside his window and seeing a whole bunch of people there. And he's like, oh, my God. Like, I don't want to deal with any of these people. He turns around. Suddenly, they're all in his house and he's trying to leave. Like, nah. Um, speaking of the house, I think it's that's the scene where George Harrison from the Beatles was in. Like he's in the oh, corner, yeah. in that's, the corner on the right side of the screen, like trying see, not to laugh. That's interesting. I I never knew that he was such a big fan. Uh, let alone you you said that he had helped fund the film. Yeah, like four Correct? million yeah. dollars he donated yeah. to make to make the movie because the producer finally read the script according i think to eric idol he said i think he finally read the script and was like yeah this isn't happening they cut the budget and george harrison was like well i really want to know i really want to watch the movie like i like the script i want to see it on screen so he like he funded it yeah he's using the beatles money (laughs) yeah for sure yeah but uh no that's uh that's great that's incredible i had no idea uh but yeah, good on good on him, and he got to cameo in that movie too. Uh, though I will say that I did miss it. Uh, I had no idea until you and I talked about this. Uh, you know, not on the podcast, but <laughs> right, uh, right. When, when we were talking about this beforehand, and you had mentioned that, I was like, wait, what? He was in there? 
do I need to go back and, and check? So, and I'm, I'm going to have to go back and check for it. So oh, yeah, it, totally. It should still be on Netflix. Um, um, I think that UFO scene was pretty interesting. <laughs> that was my favorite what? part in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it switched it up in a way that was completely unexpected. And the funniest part of it was, is after that scene ended, they didn't explain anything. They just kept going about their business. It's like, is anyone, does anyone want to talk about that? Right. Like, what just what just happened? I nope. think right. And I thought that it was going to change the whole story completely. I really thought Brian was going to be yeah. in space with Here aliens. We go. I was like, yeah, in space. Yes. I was like, finally, something different and unique. And but no, that's just their comedy. It makes sense why he came back. You know mm-hmm. that whole thing just slipped like right in. Like it just fits still because it's just so Monty Python. Oh yeah. For a second it's just like are people mad because they're mixing up like space with like Jesus or what's the deal? Uh that's not the case. That's not the case at all. And that's like the best part of the movie. Um I know that Graham Chapman was living in the United States for tax reasons. Um so he wasn't allowed to come back to England like oh, for more yeah. than 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So that's why um he arrived did spent several hours in that space shuttle on set and then hurried off before his 24 hours were up and that's just ridiculous see and how does someone do that how does how do you just go back and forth like that constantly seriously to film and finish like the, the movie i just don't get that i believe it's an eight hour flight from chicago so wherever he was i'm sure it was either longer or just as long like that's so insane and intense yeah it's intense i did a 24-hour trip to new york that's an hour flight from chicago and i was exhausted i i got i left at two in the morning and i got back at two in the morning like it was so much and i just can't picture going to another country and then coming back oh yeah it's beyond me (laughs) Mm -mm. no thanks i can uh I could do without doing that. Yeah, no, I'm good. So, what if but, his flight I mean, was hey. delayed? Yeah, right? Like, what if it's like, oh, yeah, you're interconnecting flight. Yeah, sorry, that was canceled due to bad weather. It's like, well, what do you, what do, you do then? Hello, police? Who do you call? Right. I don't know. But, like, I mean, hey, they were able to get it done, and that's good on them. Like, I'm, that's great. I just... Mm-hmm. For this? For this movie? It's okay. It's not as bad as I feel like I'm making it seem like it is. Yeah, me too. Um, like, it just, I don't know. It just doesn't. I, I think it's just like I'm comparing it too much to Monty Holy Python Grail. and the Holy Grail. Yeah, it's as simple as that. Just in comparison, it just like. Well, who's, Monty the, who's Pi- the weird cousin? Like, right. Who is Monty this? Python's Holy Grail is, is superior out of, I think, Life of Brian. I'm forgetting the other one, the other movie that people watch all the time. It's an 80s movie. Um, but it's definitely one of the favorite of the three. And I mean, like they did open doors for everyone. So we got to give, I mean, they're talented. They were talented. That's, oh, yeah. You're really pushing boundaries, especially for a religious movie or making fun of religion. And I think that's honestly kudos because that's really, it's 1979, right? So that's still pretty risque. Yeah. Um, even here in America, 
they weren't doing well i wouldn't say they weren't doing movies like that but like risque movies but it's it's different and i that's what i appreciate about it and i appreciate like everything that went into the movie too like I think um, Graham Chapman was the set doctor because he was a medical student before he became a comedian, which yeah. is, he plays the main character. And if you're sick, go talk to the main character because he'll help you. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. so cool. I mean, um, yeah, that's, that's got to be, it's, it's convenient to have that skill, but then you're also, you're doing a lot. Like, you could tell it's a very tight crew, um, which is good in a lot of cases. I feel like you can get a lot more done that way if you have dual roles but yeah i can only imagine the stress and uh all the added responsibility that everyone takes on set as well oh yeah oh yeah of course and i know that they wrote this movie drunk which makes sense and i had a feeling that they were probably under the influence with something but well um, if aliens come down in the middle of nazareth yes 100 <laughs> percent, i believe that i thought that that that's fun getting drunk with your buddies writing a film like that's so yeah. cool that's something i've always wanted to do and specifically um, that specifically well, yeah. get drunk i kind of want to do that ryan i kind of want to get drunk on no judgment no judgment i'm just i'm just clarifying i just want to make sure okay uh, moving on you were saying you know you know what ryan if one day i get drunk and we both get drunk over discord or something and we make an academy award-winning movie you'll you'll thank me <laughs> should we be thinking monty python whatever <laughs> we'll thank them in their our oscar speech hello oh okay there we go oh wow look at that i'm already prepared yeah you're already where's okay well where's the where's the drinks where's the alcohol <laughs> i don't because i don't have any near me so um you know it's funny because this movie actually got a lot of backlash from rabbis that was like the first protest i read when i was looking up some facts and that really um you know caught the group off guard like the pythons they were very confused and obviously i think it was because they said john cleese who was playing a jewish leader was wearing a sacred prayer shawl that's what really bothered them and there was a bunch of protests in New York, and I found out they were nuns that were protesting, so makes sense. And it angered Catholics, Protestants, and obviously, you know, uh, Jewish people at the end of the scene, like the crucifixion scene, which yeah. by, to me was one of my favorite scenes. I love the, so the song. I think yeah. it fits the movie. It's catchy. It's musical. You know, it's, I think it's written by Eric Idle, and he sings it. In the like, It was so good. Like, that part... That part made me laugh, especially when he's like, who's Brian? And the guy's like, me. And then he's like, I'm just kidding. I'm not Brian. Like, dude, yeah. you were so close to getting off that cross. Yeah. And he just got sta like stabbed in the back. Just nope. That's it. So, so funny. I love but that. Yeah, yeah, that ending scene, I feel like, was it, was... it was how to end the story on a lighter note, uh, which right. I get. Um but of course, I can I can understand why people might take that into offense. Um, I can, oh, yeah. especially for the time, I can I can understand that. Uh, I just don't think I just don't think it was like as bad as people might have made it seem. But that's just that's oh how yeah, I see it. Oh, I totally think so. Actually, coming to think of it, do you think that this movie should be banned? No, just because I don't. I don't see why like 
coming from someone like me and you know i'm not very religious i personally just don't take offense to anything that was in this movie um mm-hmm. same or i don't take it like personally you know like i don't feel attacked or anything uh so no like this movie i don't think should be banned in any way shape or form it's it's purely poking fun it's not meant to harm anybody i think if it was meant to harm somebody like it would have been a little bit more cruel or like uh, they would have hit the head on the nail, like the nail on the head, like right away or mm-hmm. whatever. Am I saying that right? I don't know if I a am. A nail Anyways. on the coffin. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just like they would have been more direct about it. Like, I think if they were trying to specifically like go out of their way to make fun of something, they would have. Um, oh, yeah. So in the fact that they were they went through constant like title changes and stuff shows that they were trying to like separate what that movie was about from like religion instead of just going like well this is kind of a play on religious movies oh yeah so oh yeah yeah. totally i don't think it should be banned at all i don't think so either i'm curious to think that is it still banned in specific areas around the world because personally where i'm from you know where we were where you were from before like in Mm -hmm. chicago especially the north side of illinois it's not as, I wouldn't say like, it's not that religious, but it's, you know, it's very much not going to be um, protests everywhere as you see more Over down this. in the South yeah. and stuff. But I feel like I'm sure it's banned where you're like in Texas somewhere in a library, like you can't rent it. And I'm sure it's still banned around other places around the world that do require a huge, or religion is a huge part of their life. Yeah. And... I just think, again, it didn't offend me either. I can see why it offends other people, but I don't think it should be banned, and I don't think it should have been banned in the first place either, personally. I think if you don't want to watch a movie based on their, you know, on the trailer, on the synopsis, on the actors, whatever, don't watch it. Like, just don't watch it. I think, of course, like, we need to hold people accountable if they're mean or whatever, but... 100%. 100%. Going forward, uh, this this movie did it. They didn't make fun of Jesus. They didn't really make fun of anyone as much as we think. They just kind of took a Bible or the stories from the Bible and said, what if, I felt like, and yeah, then just went with it. It was a wacky what if concept that didn't demean any stories that are in the Bible, to my knowledge. So, plus the movie is like over... 50 years like 52 years old yeah i mean it was still let's move on people right exactly i (laughs) mean it was still ahead of its time with the loretta scene where he's like just call me loretta yeah that was cool right i know they were kind of trying to make fun of i feel like you know people who do transition a little bit but i think that they didn't they didn't make it the butt of a joke completely (laughs) so yeah, you know, it could have been like the mother joke again where that was kind of beat over your head throughout the entire mm-hmm. movie versus kind of like a, I don't want to say a throwaway line, but there was just like that one line and they kind of questioned like, you know, I I want to be a woman. And it was just like, you want to be a woman? And they hold on that scene, like talk about it for maybe two or three more lines and then they don't talk about it again until later on when they address that character as Loretta. Yeah, exactly. And then that's it. It's just dropped. And like it's it was another one of those scenario like cases where it's like 
I feel like if they were really trying to like make fun of somebody or make fun of that situation, they probably would have done the same thing like they did with the mother and beat you over the head with it. Right. But they didn't. They kind of like, yeah, you're, and you're right. Maybe they were kind of like poking a little bit of fun at that. But that was also the first time in a movie from that age that I've seen where they've addressed something like that. Uh-huh. And that was it's just really cool to see. Yeah, that was, I was like, Wow. Cool, it's... Monty Python. Wow, look at you. Exactly, go. exactly. I mean, honestly, I didn't. I didn't hate it. I I should have. I, I like you said too. It bored me a little bit in the beginning, but it got better. Yeah. It got better, and I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, so, if you guys, you know, love Monty Python, thanks for tuning in and listening. Um, but if you have never seen a Monty Python th- film, definitely watch Holy Grail first. If you really like Holy Grail, you might like The Life of Brian. You know, it's similar uh, comedy, absurd, and all that stuff. Um, But definitely, definitely check it out. You know, um, let us know what you guys think. If you do watch it or you have seen it, you can leave a comment anywhere down below this video um, on our social media. Uh, But yeah, so... Yeah. Thanks for or, listening. <laughs> or watch Life of Brian first, then watch Holy Grail, because then it only gets better. Maybe. I don't know. It's it may, Maybe because like, if you watch it the other way around, maybe you compare it like us. I don't know. So go in with a fresh mind, watch Life of Brian, and then watch Holy Grail afterwards. I don't know. Live life. Do what yeah. you want to do. No, totally. So. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch up on the latest from your hosts, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Real Unwind. Give us a like on our Facebook page and make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. A special thanks to Anthony burton Dares for creating the theme song and Paul Criticos for animating the show's opening. You can follow them on Instagram at Records and the underscore late underscore paul underscore criticos thanks again and we'll see you next time